What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Tiggy Ten Mill here. I got to introduce you to one of our past featured artists of the week. Rocks hey. a lot. Double X's hey. in the building. Sham God. What's going on? Sham God is unfortunately stuck at the airport. He's been there since 10 a.m. But the show That's must crazy. go on. The show must go on. We're gonna try to. We're gonna try to include him in this, like Facetime him, Google Hangouts. Discord chat him or whatever, but your man is too way too pissed off. He was supposed to be back in Atlanta <laughs> at 4 p.m. They delayed his flight for another two hours. So salute to Sam God, man. Hold your head, man. Uh, you know, I'm only just stepping in the God spot for just one night only. So uh just salute to him and everything he does up here. And I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna go too long about no, it. No, no, we definitely appreciate you coming uh, coming through in the clutch, man. Um, definitely full disclosure, my boy Rome, since about what, 17 years old now? So it's been about, about 17, 16 years of knowing you. 2004, man, 2004, man, I came through. Hey, you had the, you had the, the free booth set up, the legendary free booth set up, man, that, that changed everybody's lives with the headset, you know what I mean? The mic taped on the shelf. Mike taped on the shelf, you know what I mean? You came through, you had the vocals laid on the beat. Oh man, it was it was revolutionary at the time, man. Salute the free booth. Hey man, free booth all day. Hey, we that was a long such a long time ago, man. We trying to I be trying to tell these kids, man. It's just <laughs> it's just this is a different hey, lifestyle out here, man. Hey, for real, hey look, swear to God, if 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 we was the same age we was in 04, like right now, we'd be famous, bro. I'm trying to tell you, oh, man. Oh, hey, it would be well. It could have been easy back then if we stayed consistent, but we wanted to make money so fast. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, it was. That's the problem. Like most of business. these people is like a grind. They make it a business. They think long term. I'm thinking like, how can I make thirty six thousand right now? <laughs> when you tell hey, a seventeen year old thirty, you can make thirty six thousand if you get if you go to school and get two certificates. Oh, I'm doing that. Cause I ain't getting nothing, nothing off of, off of making rap music. And y'all had like a little record deal and everything, didn't you? Hey man, we're not gonna talk about that, bro. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> I'm not a rapper. Hey, y'all had a little record deal, man. We had to hit, though, man. We had to hit. And that's not what we here for, man. That's not what we here right, for. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So Pat, so cheat code. Um, this is obviously Sham's idea to do the podcast. Um, right. I just took his idea and made it into a, a bigger, more rounded platform because it didn't make sense for me and him to do just a podcast at the time because so many people do podcasts especially the same thing so i'm trying i was trying to figure out ways when he when he approached me because like this is what me and shan do we drink and we listen (laughs) we listen to every single bando song that's come out uh i'll give y'all the game y'all can listen to every new song that come out before it come out right do i need to say that again i hope that ain't go over your head Nah, nah, I'm with you. Every new song that came out before it came out. I'm talking about months before it comes out. Shout out to okay. shout out to hiphopearly.com. Go to hiphopearly.com. <laughs> you will get the exclusives. And I'm a dig in the crates kind of guy. So Coach Savage, shout out to you. He in the chat right now. Um, Yo. He uh he put me onto that website. But if you look okay. at the popular names, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, Young Dolph came out with a new song. I'm just saying that. It wasn't right. Young Dolph then, but it's Young Dolph now. Um, so I was like, oh, new Young Dolph came out. Let me listen to that. Oh, new Gucci out. Oh, okay, let me listen to that. Before three weeks Gucci. in advance, before that came out, right? But then if right. you actually dig in, like, 
like um like if you found somebody like Baca not nice or uh Baca you know like Skipper the Flipper you're um like dudes that you wouldn't even like you're just clicking on a name just because their name sounds crazy yeah uh, yeah because Baca not nice is a dope that's that was a dope name for his his project like Sauce Walker like you know what I'm saying like different dudes yeah. like that and then you find you find gems and they be like. Oh, I know ain't nobody ever heard this song. So then you get the ox chord handed to you and you were the bando DJ of all bando DJs. Um, I don't even know how the hell we got on that tangent, but we were there, yo. No, nah, but me, I got a shout out to the Kali.com, my message board fam. They keep me up on all the latest. I've been on that message board since it was uh the SOHH message board back in like two thousand four <laughs> or five. So I'm a message board head, man. I get all the latest, greatest from there. Like, if I need to know what's going on, I go straight there. The newest music, the earliest leaks. Like, that message board put me on the Young Thug because I'm a huge Thugger fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they the one that showed me the show me the light, if you will. Definitely. <laughs> oh, I, I figured out what we were saying. So, yeah, so me that's what me and Scott used to do. We used to just find, like, me and him found OT Genesis at the same time. Mm. And the, what was it? Cut it. We found Cut It before Cut It was even out. Cut It was a video before we even found out what Cut It was. So we listening, and she was like, this is crazy. So that that's something that me and him definitely had in common was music and drinking, and that's all we would do before we would go out. So all the time, I'd be talking to him about music. He'd be talking to me about music. He's like, dog, we should do a podcast. And I'm like, nah, it's too simple, yo. It's just too simple. I don't want to do no podcast. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to listen to us, dog. Like, everybody's doing a podcast. Who's going to listen to us? That's the tough part. That's the tough part. He asked me another time, like, yo, for real, Vic, like, our conversations is super dope. We need to we need to do a podcast. Nah, 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 nah. Third time he asked me, I was like, nah, nah, nah. And then one day I was leaving work, and I just had this epiphany it was just like i started out you know what i blame it on my co-workers because they put me on um dr disrespect which is a twitch streamer uh um, okay okay <laughs> that's a dope name though <laughs> yeah dr disrespect is a twitch streamer he plays like fortnite PUBG, uh stuff like okay, that okay 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 so then i started following like ninja all the other things that they were following they were talking because they would talk about twitch streaming all the time but they wanted to do yeah. like overwatch and stuff like that so i started watching them like that and i'm like Y'all sitting here and watching dudes play video games all day? And just talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I was about to say, I do this shit with my friends waiting on my turn on 2K, like... And monetized it at the same time. And made money. So then I'm driving home, and I'm like, yo, if I could do if I could do the live streams like this and just snatch the audio out of it, that's double content right there. Man, I called Scott up. It was like 6 a.m. I said, bruh, I hope you got a pen and a pencil. Write all of these ideas that I have there right now. <laughs> hey. I think you might have hit me up that day. I feel like you asked me some questions or something around the same time about it. Yes. And I remember thinking like, yo, you you on to something right here. Because you were asking me about it a little bit. And I was like, yeah, he, I think Vic's on to something right now. Yep, this, this is why I'm bringing us full circle in this whole conversation of why you on the show right now. So yeah. with that happening, my mind state was we could do the live stream. We could talk about what we want to talk about. I can take the audio out of it and I could dump it into podcast form. So not only right. can you watch it live, I can have the community here. I can have I can have people conversate with me and Scott of the same thing that we like to do. Uh-huh. As well as put it in podcast form, which is what he wanted to do from the start. I love podcasts. Right. He loves podcasts too. That's all we listen to all day at work and podcasts. It's the best they of both. Do a day. Right. It's the best of both worlds. But how we make it different is me being like a, a, a MC way back in the day, the hardest thing for an MC to do that's trying to come up is find a way for people to hear your music. 
<laughs> Nobody, everybody has like we're we're the heirs. All right, we're gonna date ourselves, right? We're from the heirs where we'll stand in front of the gas station or the mall, which Rome has done before. Your man double X's and has handed <laughs> and has handed out his CD to people. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. This is before SoundCloud, okay? You could just this is before this is before MySpace, okay? You had to you had to you had to want it back then. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Right. So, yeah, to really put yourself out there. Exactly. So I'm like, damn, the the age that we're in right now, I know I know at least seven people that would give me two songs. So seven people that gives us close to two months worth of music, right? So right. that's when I hit you up. That's when I hit Carter Man up. That's when I hit Flames up. And I'm like Shout out to Carter Man. Shout out to Flames too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, man. Shout, shout out, out shout out to them. I'm like, I know these people. I know they'll give me their music. This will set us in the right direction. And we'll keep on going. And we're on episode 36 now, Rocks. 36? 36, dog. <laughs> Seemed like so long ago now, man. 36? That's crazy. 30, 36 different artists. 36 different artists. 36 different artists. We're almost we're almost at a year. And we're hey, shouts to everybody. Yeah, shout out. Definitely. And we're almost, we're still, we're booked up for the next two months. The next two? The next two. And Dang, you were okay. and you were what feature artist number three? No, it you, was might, early. you might have been two. You might have been two. Yeah, it was real early on. It was real early. How, on, how was man. that experience for you though? Knowing that is like, you know, this would be. Hey, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm an extroverted extroverted introvert, mm-hmm. and so uh, I was real real nervous about it, man. It was real dope though, having my music played for people that haven't heard it, and you know. Uh, just getting it out there, man, that was real dope. It was a dope platform to be on. And just being able to support it while at the same time getting that feedback, man, it was crucial. Ain't nobody fry my shit. So. Yeah, no, everybody <laughs> right with both of your joints, man. And I was, you know, I was excited to spend a week down in Virginia Beach. Boy, what you talking hey, Amen. But not. It was real good feedback. It made me really want to sit back and, and kind of consider what they mentioned about the verses and how to... That one song, the first song I played, you should do it my way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never thought about how different the verses were until y'all said something about it. I was like, oh wow, one verse is kind of, you know, kind of deep, and the other verse is kind of a battle rap verse. Right. So I like it was it was real dope feedback, man. It was it was it was dope. That's what that's. And then hearing, and then hearing myself next to all the other artists you guys have had mm-hmm. in the week since then. Yeah. Oh, that's been crazy because now I feel like I'm part of like a collection of like right. really talented people. Like you know, it was real dope. And that's the other crazy thing about it is we've got we get a lot of talented people, and we're wondering like, why is this song now on the radio when this song is better than this song? And it's just it's just weird, yo. Wait until y'all have some joints. Hey, bro, well, if we could get real money out of this, man, and maybe like get the connections that we need we might be able to really help artists like y'all could work with them y'all could work with them or if we have money like we might be able to sign i don't know what's the future holds for us but that's the direction that we're looking for like we want to be that type of media company like a platform you know what i mean this is exactly what it is this is exactly what it is we want to be if like a and r's or people are looking for artists and talent you come here not know oh let me see his ig account he got a million followers did he pay for the million followers because we know y'all mm. could do that we know hey, that's crazy that. too but like curators of the culture yeah yeah definitely right right our own way though we don't want to be compared to nobody else we don't want to be you know i think it's different i feel like it's different but the way it's that definitely a different perspective but the way that joe budden has a hold on all this and the the, the path that he has walked to create this lane for us <laughs> creatives it's like this is going to be a lot of people here so it's going to be last man standing real talk yo you just got to say hey consistent. look i was i was playing an old joint the other day one of my old from like 07 and the first line of the track was 
who would have thought Joe Button would be nothing? I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first line of the rap. Oh my god! I'm like, damn. But this is like Joe Button, like real early Joe Button TV. Yeah. Like right around getting punched in the like still recovering from getting punched in yeah. the face by Raekwon Joe Button. Yeah. He had really fell off. He was actually on that message board that I was telling you about. He was on that message Were board. Were you a back part then. of that and group like, that he was talking about? He was talking about he had like a group. It was him and uh, Miko Grimes and that little. They had like a weird chat message board, and it was like forty people in there. And it, Joe yeah, Button TV had a, had his own message board, but I, I'm talking about like it was a hip hop website message board that uh, he was also on. And his name was like Mouse. It was like Mouse something on the message board, but he really was nobody. It was like pictures on the internet of him and like an old ass. 89 Honda Accord looking crazy this is, this in Jersey. Is, this is pre-pumping up or after pumping up? This is after pumping up. We had fell all the way off. Like, he was all the way off. I think he might have been DJing in Baltimore, like a radio host. He had fell all the way off. So I'm like, damn, I can't believe Joe Button fell off. So the first line of the rap is, who would have thought Joe Button would be nothing? And here we are 10, 11 years later, and this dude has created this dude the lane that we're in. has the culture in his hand like this. He made this lane. This lane didn't exist till about a year and some change ago. Like he's been, he's on an episode 183 of his podcast. Like he's a veteran in this now. Bruh, I'm trying to tell you right now. Like between watching his, his grind, um, for some reason I've been watching documentaries all day. I love watching hood documentaries because <laughs> I, I know I'm not from the hood, but I feel like once my adolescent years started coming around like i was like kind of forced into that because nobody had money so we were all right. doing the same so like from 16 to like 22 i felt like it was like yeah i had a great childhood but then i was like here you go go hey listen go man. swim i grew up in the hood the hood the hood calls you like growing up in this area that's a, a mix of suburbs and hoods like it's a calling like it pulls you as you get older the hood teaches you how to be resourceful as a young adult it, it, there ain't nothing wrong with that a lot of kids from the suburbs end up in the hood and a lot of kids from the hood end up in the suburbs leading the way right so watching kodak's joint i watched little baby's joint today which he just dropped uh i went mm. back and watched Dolph's joint it's like yo these dudes well except for little baby little baby it took him literally 13 months to drop five albums to make it where he was at but he's known mm. p and them his whole this whole entire time so and then p wasn't even in the uh the um what's it called saying like yeah i could have put him on a track with quavo i could have put him on a track with offset offset i could have put him on a track with the Migos and let him blow up into a star that way he was like but i wanted people to understand the talent that he had so i made yeah, him work for yeah. it and i'm like see this is the same grind that everybody has been on oh yeah shout out to kenyatta for the subscribe uh but this is like the whole um <laughs> this is the whole grind like even looking at dolph dolph been doing this since 2008 they start showing videos yeah. of him in 2008 i was like you was really out here with like two chains was the duffel boys and like like bro yeah, like, that's man. crazy it's two chains is another one man 10 years 10 years yeah don't quit that's that's the that's the moral of the story right now don't quit yo it, and that's my thing when I, when I talk to dudes that rap and when i when i talk about music in general because now like i'm an old head you know what i mean like i'm definitely a old so I, I come from the era where you had to stand out in order to be successful mm -hmm. in a lot of ways so uh i never understood the whole idea of coming out and copying somebody else that's why i respect p and qc they whole movement because they're letting all these dudes come out as individuals right 
and that's the only way they're gonna be successful. Like right. I thought Young Thug had the most generic rap name in history until I heard his music and he started to distinguish himself as his own individual artist. Nobody so Young sounds Thug like was Young the Thug. Most, it was the most generic rap name I had ever heard in my life. Like Young Thug. It was it was You remember <laughs> you remember one point in time we used to really hate on like all these new artists that came like if you want backpacking, we not listening to you rapping. Hey man, you know what happened to me? I got locked in uh, 1992, uh, Buick Regal, <laughs> with like an eighth of weed and nothing but Gucci Mane mixtapes. And by the time I got out of that car, I was a fan of everything that came from Atlanta, <laughs> like nonstop. You know man. what my gateway drug was into, like the trap for real? Because even if we listen to the trap music, Ti Ti can rap. Oh yeah, Ti yeah, don't yeah. sound like these dudes. Like there's plenty. Outcast, they didn't sound like these dudes. There was heavy. I was just playing Outcast. MGK, eight ball MJG or MG, yeah MJG. They don't sound like that. Like we had plenty yeah. of South rappers that didn't sound like South rappers. It didn't. It yeah. didn't take for me to move to the borough, and the boys putting me on Young Dro. Yo, that shoulder lean joint oh, was the gate. Man. Your man said, "Bitch, I'm pimping, leaning in yellow salamander sandals." I was like, "Yo, that's a bar." Like it might hey, be simple, but on. that's a bar, yo. This last couple of weeks, I've been playing "Ain't I" the "Ain't I" mm-hmm. remix. <laughs> when Young Dro said the girl was like, "Hey, Dro, you on this thing? You don't hear me, trick? Ain't I. Ain't I?" She asked, she asked Young Dro if he was on the remix, mm-hmm. why he was on the remix during the remix, and he answered her in the same bar. I said, "Who is you this?" You know what? <laughs> I thought he was talking Who about is? something else, and you just blew my mind with that whole entire thing right there. Yo. That's what I'm saying. That's that's Young Dro, man. That's Young Dro, man. He's a legend. That's crazy. She said, Dro, you on this thing? You don't hear me trick, ain't I? <laughs> like, what? I'm rapping on the remix right now. And even the way T.I. <laughs> found young Dro, with T.I. being on the radio and Dro getting out of jail, and he'd be like, yo, that's my man, Tip. Called up the radio. Tip was like, yo, that's you, Dro? Come up here right now. Pulled up on him. That's crazy, man. Hey, Tip. Tip, man, he, he do a lot, man. Yep. He do a lot, man. That whole jail thing slowed him down for a little mm-hmm. bit, but you got to give him his respect, man. Yep. And Tip do a lot. And man. then, like, Greensboro and a whole lot of alcohol will do it to you. You got, like, it's going down, Young Jock, uh, Gorilla Zoe. Oh, you got, you got stuff like that to bring you in. But it wasn't until, like, I started hanging out with Sham and we played, um, we started listening to Migos. Migos oh, early man. trap out the band though. Got too light ran, but I'm like, what is what am I li- what am I listening to? Matter of fact, even pre exactly. even pre Migos, it was uh Chief Keef don't like like by the time by the time that whole movement started swinging in, it was like all right, I gotta let go of Talib Kweli. All right, Dead Prince, y'all gotta go. All right, come oh, I'm man. I'm sorry, y'all making good music, but this music right here is speaking to my soul in a different way. And I yeah, man, yeah, it, it sounded like. Yeah, it sounded like we was on the. It was around the same type of time because mm-hmm. that music was just speaking to you. It had a bop to it. It had a, the bass lines they were using, the hi hats they was using, the energy mm-hmm. they had. It was like you, it was crazy to sit back and pretend like it wasn't hot. Like yep. I, I really wanted to refuse to be some kind of music snob that couldn't just like something. You know what I mean? I grew up in Virginia where we was East Coast, West Coast, Middle East. down south. New York, we was everything when I was growing up. We listened to Dr. Dre, Goody Mob, Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. So, nah, I listened to everything. It had a bop to it. I was rocking with mm-hmm. it, man, for real. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. But at one point in time, I mean, you couldn't tell us nothing about no conscious rap and us trying to get these bars off and 
<sighs> little brother. LB still my favorite group of all time. They just performed recently too, they man. Just did a reunion concert here in North Carolina, and I did not know about it until I seen oh, it on the freaking man. gram. And I, said, I saw it on Instagram my too. My yeah. gracious. Yeah, I saw it on Instagram. You think it's the album coming? I hope so. I just tweeted at him the other like three weeks ago. Like, yo, I need the listening too. You remember when the listening came out? <sighs> Y'all put that's that was like my introduction to y'all almost. That was my introduction to y'all tasting music. You and Brian B.O. put me onto that, man. Bro, I already told the story up here before. I'm not gonna tell it again, but y'all already know how I feel about that album. That album right there, man. Life changing. Hey, that was the album that let us know that the way we was rapping and what we between that and college dropout, that let that validated our whole everything back then. That album was so important to me back then. Just last week I was telling these the gang about the freaking I'm Good mixtape. Remember we had I'm oh. Good for two years before College Dropout even came out? And then we got mad because we heard most of College Dropout on the I'm Good mixtape. And I didn't like the, some of the changes he had made. Yep. I didn't like some of the ways he refined the song. I was in Miami in May playing the original version of Home for these millennials right. for the first I time. I hate when he did the Home, yo. I hate when he did yo, the I Home. Do you think about me now and then? Do you think about me now and then? No, nigga. Bruh, he, he took the diabetes out of it, man. He took the, <laughs> he put the high blood pressure out of it, man. Hey, look, the way he did it, it was like the raisins. In the potato salad, man. He put the raisins in the potato salad with Chris Martin on it, man. Oh. Bruh. Bruh. That first version with John Legend, that, 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 it sounded, that song sounded like Thanksgiving morning smells, oh man. Oh, my God, yo. That's, that version, that original version was beautiful, man. He, 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 that was one of Kanye's biggest mistakes. I mean, well, well. <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit. We'll get into that in a little bit. Right. We'll tiptoe on that wire. Let's get into the first song of the evening. Our featured artist of the week. I hope I'm saying your name right, but it's T Zero. Um, Damn, I forgot where he's from. I'll pull that up now. Shout yourself out if you're in the chat right now. Shout out to the gang. Everybody that's in here. First song of the evening is called Spaceship. You ready? Let's get into it. Yep. Have you ever seen a spaceship? I'm taking off a day shift. Hop with me and get lifted. I'ma ask you to your face shit. Have you ever seen a spaceship? I'ma face green till the day slip. I'ma get rest of my great bitch. I'ma ask you to your face shit. Have you ever seen a spaceship? I'm taking off a day shift. Hop with me and get lifted. I'ma ask you to your face shit. Have you ever seen a spaceship? I'ma face green till the day slip. I'ma get rest of my great bitch. Have you ever seen a spaceship? Watch stars till the day flip. I guess today is your day, chick. She say that I'm speaking a language. She say when I did, she feel anxious. She missed me like shit, so I came quick. I'm coming from space, watch me lane switch You see me from Mars cause of paint drip I think she don't know I'm an alien So fill her ass up like stadium Yeah, I go for the win like Tom Brady and them Man, a pussy, I'm swimming like I'm waiting it Going hard to the hole, I'm de-waiting it After this, I'll head back to my spaceship Need a pack of chips and a great flush Man, this shit hit, what a great dish I can get rest when I'm dead But right now, I'm focused on bread Roll the blunt, take the shit to the head Man, this week got me feeling incredible Drinking till my pen ain't legible Working for a crib and a pool Want my hundred acres and a mule Then I'ma split it with my family, dude I don't want much, I'm a simple man On the way, that's right, I'm an alien Got my cash cow like an ATM. Money 
they fall down, I just rake it in. Niggas is my sons, cause I take them in. How you gon' stun when you faking this? I'm like super fun with my state man. Smell this music shit is my greatest win. Every one of my shit's like greatest hits. Every one of you niggas know I'm the shit, but I'm still at the door. Better let me in. But you know this the life of an alien. I've been feeling something like an outsider on a lonely road, but my path probably gotta stick and move like a jab fighter. When my job done, I'll be racks high. I'ma ask you to your face shit. Have you ever seen a spaceship? I'm taking off a day shift. Hopping with me and get lifted. I'ma ask you to your face shit. Have you ever seen a spaceship? I'ma face green till the day slip. I'ma get rich to my great bitch. I'ma ask you to your face shit. Have you ever seen a spaceship? I'm taking off a day shift. Hopping with me and get lifted. I'ma ask you to your face shit. Have you ever seen a spaceship? I'ma face green till the day slip. I'ma get rich to my great I'm bitch. I'm very high, space high. Yeah, I see the rift between space time. I'm the same guy, but now I know how to change lives and create vibes with the same guy since day one. Same nine since day one. Save mine for when the rain come. If you got mine, better pay up. My mind saying, but that nine dumb. My saying like Mariah, got flame like a fire. It's sour puffs when I light up. I'm on edge and I might jump high like I'm on five blunts. Can't help myself like I'm tied up. I'm smoking well till it dry up. Yeah. Get it, smoking well till it dry up. Niggas rather tell than live life tough. You wearing wires like bras, huh? Got clips coming like karma. You better ready your armor. Say your hell, Mary, spread far, but just to feed the fam, I might starve, bruh. Just to be the man is my job, bruh. Looking up to me, I'm a star, bruh. My demeanor cool and my car tough. Don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Don't step up, trying to be something. Gotta stay cool when that heat coming. My presence heat him like three ovens. Been saving like I work three summers. That was the first song of the evening, Tzo Spaceship. God, we just we were just talking about bars, weren't we? I don't even think he did. He even give us a hook in there. Shout out to you, Tzo. No, yeah, the hook was the that I'm gonna ask you to your face, shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, 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 right. That that joins hard, yo. I like that definitely. He's from Denton, Texas, yo. Shout out to Texas. Shout from Texas. Shout out they camp that they got. They got a deep camp, man. They got a deep camp. I like what they've been doing. I think it's called uh, they call it's black, but it's b dot l dot a dot C dot K. So shout Oh, like the acronym yeah. for the word. Right, right, Ooh. right, 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 right. So shout out to y'all. Uh he's in the chat too. Great. So if y'all got anything y'all want to ask him talk about, it's super dope. Yo, what you what you think about it though? Hey, that was cool. That was that was crazy. Um the cadence. I like how I like the pocket he picked on the beat. That the way he just I like the pocket he picked on the beat. I really like the snares on it. I love a old school. That's why it tripped me out. He's from Texas. I love a mm-hmm. old school dope beat with the drums on top. The way yeah. that snare was cracking on top was crazy to me. And that ask you to your face shit. That's yeah, just yeah, yeah. that's just that's good life advice, man. Cause I'm always gonna want to know to your face. Like you can say what you want. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll be on like, that. I'll be on like on that on this on this freaking show. And then I listen to myself back and I'll be like, Damn, I'm so Virginian when it comes to that, yo. Like, but it's, it's yeah. a different level of like, yo. We if we don't like it, we do something. But I don't want to. I don't want to have that type of energy up here. But now y'all see it, and I've known him for almost <laughs> half of my life. So now y'all see where it comes from. It's man. not real if it ain't in person, right. man. Like for real, Virginia. They they gonna talk in Virginia, but it's not real until it's in your it's that ask in your face yep. shit. Hey, I respect the fuck out of that. That was dope. I like that yep. a lot. Yep. That was real. That was hey, fire. shout out to you, man. Hey, fire. man, you one for one right now. Yeah. First song of the evening, man. Um, let's get into the real like we we had our own little light conversation there. Like nobody was here. I had to update the chat and then it all popped through. So my bad on my YouTube viewers. Um, but we okay. all here now. Um. <laughs> we ain't here. So let's let's round everything back to the weekend. We had Wayne drop. We had Logic drop. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. We had Kevin Gates drop. We had okay. um, my boy. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what his name is now. Holy smokes, Fontaine. No, no, not Fontaine. Um, 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, people. Let me load this up. It's um. Hey, I want to talk about Logic too, by the way, because um, I'm gonna need your help with Logic. <clears throat> really? Um, uh, what's his name? Yeah, I got strong opinions, but not a lot of facts to back it up. So. <laughs> Yo, see, this, you and this man Sham got on the same. I can already tell where that's going, though. It's uh, um, you know where it's about to go, man. Uh, Young Thug, uh, Kevin Gates, oh, Thug drop, and uh, Quando Rondo. That's who I want to say. Quando Rondo. Quando Rondo. Come on, Quando Rondo got a vibe. If you in the house and you doing stuff and you need something to play in the background to keep you going, Quando Rondo. Um, Quando Rondo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely Quando Rondo. So what you want? What you want to talk well, about? Well, let's start off with Wayne since that's the main, um, that's the main, main album that everybody was waiting for. You know, we got the the pump fake the week before, and then um, and then we got we got. Hold on, that hurt me. That hurt me because I posted it on I posted it on the book. Well, I posted. And, you know, it I like to be a source of relevant information, and when it didn't drop, I felt crazy. I posted it on Real Old Heads, and um. Nothing happened, but so then I was like, "Well, I mean, are we posting out fake news? Because we got it from everybody saying it was supposed to come out." That's how I felt too. That's exactly how I felt when I posted it. And, it and the Wayne campaign denied until it didn't come out. So it was like, I guess he wanted it to come out, and then he decided, like, "No, nah, I'm gonna wait for my birthday for it to come out." Which now this digital age, why ain't you just drop it on your birthday? But who cares? I, and I heard, I heard a rumor that he was waiting on like a Post Malone feature that was supposed to come through at the last Wayne minute. I think he. He was supposed to be on. It might have been the Dark Side of the Moon track. Mm-hmm. Like I think he might have supposed to have been on that. I think it was him and maybe like Drake was supposed to be on there. I didn't understand why Drake wasn't on the album either, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Well, he had Nicki up there. All right. Well, what did you think of the album though? Hey, I'm a big, 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 not only Wayne fan but Carter series mm-hmm. fan, and you know it felt like a it felt like an ending to me so to me it was kind of like a fitting conclusion to the you, carter you're series about to change like, my opinion on this hold up keep talking well it felt like an ending with his mom with his mom in the beginning and just kind of like the whole idea of where he came from and you know like if wayne gets fake deep but i think the songs on the carter five were like real deep how he revealed that that whole gunshot he's been talking about his whole career he revealed that that was actually oh a real suicide God. attack pause Time out on your whole opinion on that. You really gonna let Wayne get off with that? You really gonna let Wayne slide? You really gonna let Wayne slide with that? You you know the cool thing this era is to say I tried to kill myself. All right, I see where you're going, but here's my thing: if there was ever a time for him to be on the right side of that whole conversation, it was now. With Triple X passing or getting killed, with the people overdosing, with the kids being kind of on that wave. If it was ever, and him actually, and think about it like this in some ways, Wayne started that wave in 07 with all the lean and all the drug stuff. Wayne kind of started all of this. My cup is my cup. Exactly. So for him to kind of come full circle with some of the features, the things he was talking about, and just kind of re- reaching back and relating to this generation that probably still follows him as like the grandfather of all these dudes. I thought it worked, and like I said, I'm a fan, and I thought I thought it was a fitting conclusion, a fitting way to to tie in the Carter one. I literally listened to the Carter one intros the other day; they're amazing to me. And just to, to go from that Carter one to Carter five, I thought it was real dope. I thought it was real dope, a real respectable, good album. Yeah. I don't want to give it a mic rating, so I'm gonna go out of ten. I gave you it a watched, strong. No, you watched. <laughs> mic system. Nobody even knows strong. what the mic system is anymore give it a strong generous and i'm gonna say this is generous i'm gonna give it a generous 
seven and a half out of ten. Ooh, no, that's that's right. That's perfect. That's perfect. I'm I'm right there yeah. with you. Um, I think the mom intro could have been a minute. Could have been a minute. Um, I got where he was going hey. with that. Uh, Hold on, real quick, real quick. I woke up in the morning early because I wake up early to listen to it, <laughs> bro. That intro put me in a place real, real quick. Well, it flowed right <laughs> like, into the X joint, so it it worked perfectly. But yeah, but it was just a real vibe yeah. for like five thirty in the yeah, morning. Yeah, no, that's a, that's first. big facts. Try to listen to that joint in the yeah. gym, hopped off a pre workout, <laughs> and then you'd be like, okay. "What's going on here, guys?" He's like, "Why am I crying on the treadmill?" Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So then it flowed into the X joint, which I wish X was alive to actually hear himself on the Carter Five. Oh man, you know that was the most heartbreaking part of the right. whole thing. That would have been super dope. Um. The first, I only got to listen to the first five tracks the first time through, and I'm like, "Oh, this man Wayne is rapping." Oh, you rapping, no, rapping? He rapping, rapping. He, <laughs> he, but yeah. I, and I'm talking about he rapping, rapping. Like, remember you would see like old studio videos of Wayne, and he would go in the booth, say a couple of words, come out, play that back. Yeah. Say some stuff. I'm going back in. No, Wayne ain't come out the booth the way he was rapping, rapping. Wayne stayed yeah, right yeah. in the booth and just rapped the whole entire way. Um, at this day and age, I think somebody needs to tell him 18 songs is a bit too much. I, I thought my version has like 23, bro. Are you not counting skits or something? Because you, you bootleg king, dog. Um, allegedly. 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 I'm all titled and streaming service out now, bro. I hung up. I hung it up. I hung it up like a couple years ago. Life of Pablo. I hung it up. <laughs> I've been paying for title for like three years. I love title. Titles. You got. You gotta have both, man. You gotta have both. You gotta have title and Apple Music. Um, What? The real version has twenty (laughs) three. I'm looking at. I'm trying to look at it on title. I'm looking at. um, I'm looking at our Apple Music, but I don't. I don't know nothing about no twenty three songs. Anyways, oh no, he's not lying. Yep, twenty three songs on Apple Music. Yeah, an hour and twenty. Oh, holy smokes! An hour and twenty twenty eight minutes worth of nothing but hits, right? <laughs> um, hey, no, he got some. Hey, he has hits on this album. Listen, this album is full of hits. Listen, full of listen, hits. Listen, listen. Carter Five, which you just said to me, makes me change my opinion of it. I like the Carter Five, but that's because I'm dated. So this is the Wayne that I wanted to hear rap, right? I wanted yeah. to hear Wayne rap this way. I wanted to hear Wayne get his bars off. However, comma, I was expecting to hear Wayne on a joint that he gave Swiss on a POS, right? Was it POS? P-O-M-S. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> Pistol on my pistol, side. That's right. my shit right pistol now. Pistol on my side. Uh, the joint that he did with Swiss Beats, the uh, uproar joint. That's hard. Oh. Like you could have, you could have given us the reintroduction of the Carter. Because you, if you got to think about the all the other Carters, right? right? Except for the Carter Four. I don't really like the Carter Four. One, two, You're one, crazy. two, and three, right? Okay. One, two, and three. Every song was hard. He gave us three deep songs, and then he sprinkled in bars and meaning through all the other songs. Okay. Okay. This joint here 
he gave us bars, but then he really tried to give us some meaningful songs. So when he says, like, I really put some effort into it, I believe you, Wayne. I really do believe you, Wayne, and I respect no, I yeah. respect what you did. I respect the music that you put out. But in this climate right now and how these millennials act, and they were like, oh, this is trash. This ain't it. This is whack. Like, you should have came out the mixtape that he dropped before he dropped this. If he would have kept that same energy on this one... And then, then like just slowly, like if he would have gave us five slow tracks, you know what I'm saying? But to give us 23 songs, and if he has 23 songs, then I stopped at Snoop. So Snoop was at 13, and then my vibe, <laughs> my vibe had to go somewhere else because I it wasn't working for me. But see me, I like to I I'm an old school, you know. I hate saying that shit, but I'm old school, so I gotta dive all the way into the album first time like i don't even want to listen to it the first time until i can go ahead and get all yeah. the way through it because i need to see the whole movie i need to see the whole picture they're trying to yeah. paint at once like as an artist myself sequencing means so much mm-hmm. to me um you know i, I want to see how they want the flow i want to see their vision because you like people think that you're looking at this as a song at a time i used to hate when artists would say i recorded 300 songs to this album right. like no you didn't like you recorded 27 and trimmed it down to 19 well, if we're being well, we're going to talk about that Kodak Black, the documentary I was just watching, he said literally in the studio, he was sitting on the sofa and he was just scratching his head. He was like, bro, I have too many songs. And the engineer in the background, you can hear him say, yeah, you got a lot of songs. He was like, I don't know how I'm just going to pick like 30 of these. And the engineer was like, let's just listen to all of them all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, hey, hold on. Hold on. Hey, remember me back in the day, though? Hey, we can't just listen to a couple of these. We have to listen to all of them, yeah. guys. Like, there's just, there's like 19 songs I've recorded since yesterday, and I need y'all to hear right. those. Okay, right. I need to see your head bobs yep. to it. But no, I feel them. I feel them. I mean, like, and with Wayne waiting like six years to put the car to five out, I understand what he was trying to do. Uh, it was kind of old school the way he wanted to make sure he touched on a lot of different bases mm-hmm. with the album. I love the throwback Manny Fresh production with Ashanti. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a pop, I, man. Which that song was that one? Th- you ain't even made it that far in the album. Oh, 17. 17. Nope. <laughs> yeah, man. Start this shit off right. Um, yeah. The dope new gospel he got with Nivea. If that's how you say her I name. Was I Nivea. mean, Nivea, I wasn't really a big fan. She was kind of a generic yeah. R&B back girl to me day, back yeah. then. Yeah, but um, no, I really like where everywhere he went. And like all the rhyming was top notch. I was really afraid of that toilet paper shit metaphor thing he gets stuck yeah. in. And uh, you know that whole mm-hmm. eat the pussy like cat food. Excuse my language to oh the listeners. <laughs> he do say that all the time. All that shit. He has a lot of really gross ass metaphors that I wasn't a fan of for like ten he ain't years. Bring them out, but man. on his yeah. albums, yeah, he cleaned it up on his album. It's nothing but the most potent bars he could put together, and I appreciated right. that. So you can't get you can't get. You're either on the extreme or the other version of the extreme. Either you're like overly hyping the hell out of this album. Or mm-hmm. you absolutely hate the album. When you say you gave it a seven point five, from what I've heard so far, I'm exactly with you right now. So I know I that mean, our age group ears that have listened to Wayne from Wayne being four hundred degrees till now, five hundred, whatever. Yeah, you know. the block is hot. Um, freaking, we're on the we're on the same page. So I, as long as we're on the same page with that, then and I've only gotten to track fourteen, then we're cool, yo. Uh, I think if you only had track 14, you're missing some of the stronger songs on the album, too, though. Like, Dope Niggas with Snoop mm-hmm. is really dope. It has a uh, it has the explosive sample in yeah, it. Yeah, that's the one I got. Yeah, that's uh, 
That's 13. Okay, That's 13. Okay. And I got the hitters at 14. Yeah, start this shit off right with the old Manny Fresh beat. Manny Fresh is one of the most underrated producers in hip hop history mm. for what he did. Cash Money was built on Manny Fresh's back, and I like that Lil Wayne still reaches mm. back to make sure that Manny Fresh stays a part of his legacy. Hey man, That's a, a real there's dope. There's a song on this album where he's talking about like the G code and like don't let go of your boys, and he's talking about the old Cash Money click, man. I, like I promise you, bro. Earlier tonight, I went on a Manny Fresh run, and I was trying to play all the dope Manny Fresh beats off title. But the G code, the block is hot, mm. lights out, Lil Wayne, uh, Gorilla Warfare. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, like the way he reminds you of that legacy on the Carter Five and a lot of different places, from the production to the flows to the bars, is really it shows you the genius that Lil Wayne got, man. Like I mean, forget how he looks, <laughs> right? Even though he's the <laughs> one that started the, the whole trend of looking like that. He started all of this, man. He, he's like the grandfather of the culture in a lot of different ways. Like, so, you know, I, I thought the Carter Five was a really good way to sum up his legacy. Because now to me, Lil Wayne can chill now. I thought this album was good enough for him to just fall back, skate, take care of the kids, man, and do what he got to do now. Because, like, Lil Wayne, he's given us enough musically. I think if somebody deserves to fall back now after how hard he fought for this album, I think it's time. Man. Well, what? Uh, after the Carter Four, he's given us nine nine projects. Yeah, I mean, and the Free Weezy album that came out on title a few years ago, that was fire mm-hmm. to me. That was crazy yep. to me. And he just gave that away for free and got sued over yep. it. So he's been putting out work consistently. He's, he's man, that man's a legend. Hey man, how do you so, feel about hope... hearing the news about Baby and uh, Young Thug, the people behind that that whole shooting? Hey, I heard the recording. Did you hear I the heard recording? the recording today. And I was like. He said, come get your money, Playboy. You did good. You did good. crazy, dog. <laughs> Why would you say that on prison like? On a prison recording. Hey man, why are you trying to kill your son and the major breadwinner of Cash Money Records? Is another question. Well, the only other, the guy you kiss and call your son. Why were you trying to kill him? Because he wanted you to pay him well, for the work. The second Long Island drink that I'm in right now can only say mm. Biggie and Pac situation. So we already mm. see how that catalog shoots up to the top, makes you an icon. Uh, does everything for your whole entire legacy. So, um, especially for an artist who ain't putting out no paid projects too. Exactly, by the way, exactly, exactly. And you own all his music, and you he can't put out no paid projects. So something was to happen to him. Cash Money Records popping for the nine nine to two thousand hey, again. I would <laughs> love to know what he gave up to get out the deal, and still be able to keep Young Money record label. From what I hear, and you know, I hate to be this guy, but from what I hear <laughs> on the interwebs, is uh, Universal bought him out of his deal. Like they basically just bought him out of it and paid for it. Now he's basically signed directly to UMG or Universal. And so, so does he take Drake and them with him, or? Well, those profits <laughs> are split up in so many different ways. I'd perjure myself trying to guess. Yeah. But uh, I'm not sure about that part, to be honest with you, because I know Drake's money is a real big deal. I'm thinking, I think he still got control of Nicki Minaj, but I think Drake's money is a whole a whole other thing that they well, got going on over there. Cause... Drake's past of him dropping albums just to get out of his deal or whatever, um, I think he's cleared with Wayne having young money now to himself. That might make it a different yeah. situation. But since he's so big right now, he pause. Yeah, pause. He, holy smokes. I can't. I forgot I'm talking to your ass. Um, yeah, we're back on that. 2005 <laughs> shit. 
since he's at the stature that he's at now, I think he probably has enough to just take it on OVO music. Um, Nikki has not yeah. put out enough albums to probably get out of her contract yet. Nah, Nikki signed for the rest of her um, life. So it is what it is. Uh, Baby probably got the back catalog. Wayne might have the catalog going forward since they are signed to Young Money um, and Mac yeah. and all them. So. Um, don't say Mac Man. Like, don't. What, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about. We talking about a, a Young Money compilation no, feature from. We're talking about the actual CEO <laughs> of Young Money. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Mac Man do run right. that shit. Hey yo, he got a verse on uh, Hitters too. He got a verse on Hitters on the, on Carter oh, Five. Man. Another way he brought it full circle with the legacy. You got Mac Man still oh, getting. Yeah, I'm verses. excited to hear Mac Man on the verse. Let's get into our second song of the evening. He didn't have a little twist up there though. You're still talking. Uh, <laughs> second song of the evening by Tizo. Uh, this one is called The Where, How, and Why. You ready, you ready hey. to get into it? Here we go. on you particles i remember sitting at the dock of the bay i remember seeing homies load up the k tell them see you later wouldn't see them for days told them niggas chill but they stuck in their ways papa serving pills peeking from their estate watching people drive by the mailman suspicious who they trying to rob by why they taking pictures this ain't living life i couldn't be a witness still wouldn't tell a soul i don't fuck with snitches then we're still my comrades with me in the trenches with a fucking dime bag of trees like it's christmas the streets they religion they ain't heard of christians they ain't hear my wisdom why don't niggas listen i'm just trying to heal them paint the bigger picture where in the world do they do that at where in the world did he hide that strap how in the world does he rap like that why in the world does he act like that where in the world do they do that at where in the world did he hide that strap how in the world does he rap like that why in the world does he act like that what you mean og got caught with a pistol police pulled him over damn must have caught him slipping what about his fam dog did you call his sister what about his girl nah no she probably tripping what about his t jones no she probably missed him praying in the bedroom wishing she could kiss him wish that he would listen wish he would have prayed more and stayed about the kitchen could have spent a day or weeks on a mission trying to get closer to the man that blessed him bible in the same drawer where he kept his weapon he had a choice red or the blue pill dog just use your voice to state just how you feel to your boys the judgment's real but your life your choice you don't need that bullshit keep your poison block the noise just drop your toys man. where in the world do they do that at where in the world did he hide that strap how in the world does he rap like that why in the world does he act like that where in the world do they do that at where in the world did he hide that strap how in the world does he rap like that why in the world does he act like that 
witness Trust me I was a witness I've been a witness Just listen Just listen This is the second song of the evening By Tizo So where, how, and why There's no way That you're hiding the Texas dog With that sound At all Hey two man for, two Hold on, hold on, hold on Hold up, Talk man. I can't stand niggas with dope-ass rap voices. <laughs> this nigga came out the womb <laughs> rapping like a god in <laughs> Hey, that, hey. <laughs> hey, can I pause on the whole, this nigga voice, man. Voice sound like a damn strum on a bass guitar on a where in the world did he? That shit's hard, right? dog. Hey, that shit was crazy. That sh- that's that boot camp click raucous records yes. Helter Skelter 1995 talk, East Coast talk. shit right there, man. Yo, that's funny, yo. That's crazy. I, I fuck with that's that heavy. Funny, that was dope. yo. That's funny. Where in the world did he hide that old dope rap voice having that's ass? Almost, that's almost man. something. That's, that's, anything that's on almost that song. Not, it's not Midnight Marauders. What's the What's the one after that? <sighs> man, you talk about uh 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 Tribe Called yeah, Quest. Yeah, what's the one after that? Beats rhymes and life. I don't know if that's it. Hey man, but that was crazy. That was hard. Man. That was hard. We ain't get nobody to sound like that so far, at all. That was dope. Out of the past feature artists, hey, shouts to dude, man. Very refreshing, and that's on his album. So that's an that's album an cut. Al- those both of those are album cuts. So now I'm definitely gonna have to go back Damn. and rock out to that tomorrow. You talking album cuts like yep. that? Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna write a rap tonight. Tonight, yes, ashing on his shit. <laughs> low end theory. Yep, low end theory. That's low, low end, end theory. theory. Okay, okay, okay. There you go. Yo, that's dope, man. That's dope. Yo, shout out to you. That was that was shout real. out to the feature artist of the week, Tizo. Second song of the day. You're two for two. Shout Tizo, out to, two to for Texas. Two, man. Shout out to your old camp. They heavy in the chat, man. We are... hey, let's get a two for two freestyle or something, man. That, that was crazy. All right. Um. So we went through whole Birdman Wayne. Let's get to his sons, right? So Young Thug drops an album. Right, right. I hate Young Thug's rollouts, man. Like, I don't know. I, I hate how he rolls his music out. I have... N- like, I wish he would drop that one definitive project, man. What are you talking about? He has like, not missed yet this year. No, no, no. He doesn't miss at all. But I feel like Young Thug should be, like, Travis Scott level in terms of, like, fame and, like, notoriety. Like... Young Thug is wild talented to me. And I think his albums come out and they just kind of like make a, a, a little drip splash. Pause. <laughs> Came through dripping. And uh, and then that's it. And then next thing you know, three months later, he'll randomly drop six more songs or something. I think he just does it to tour. But I, mean, I think all the music is high quality. The man has an Elton John sample yeah, that got cleared on and his And I project. skipped the hell out of that goddamn gotta... song too. I hate that shit. No, nah, I'll be playing Rocket Man, man. I you got to play Rocket shit. Man. I'm a Rocket no need for rollouts. That's a fact, Sham. There's no need for rollouts at all. And secondly, I didn't when you remember the first time Young Thug came out, um what was his first song? Oh my gosh. Damn. Oh my I'm uh, He was he was rocking with T I real yeah, early in the day that but it, it's not um Oh no, you talk about the language? That no, was the first time single, I heard the language. Single, um it was some uh, wacky Check. Why can't no not pull up for a check? I gotta check. No, not that one. Um. Oh my god, it's right here in the the tip of my mind. Uh. You got the melody. It's something about him smoking or whatever. Um. 
Why can't I think of it right now, yo? Oh, Stoner. There you go. Stoner. Stoner. Yeah, Stoner. stoner. Yeah, there you go. that was the joint. So, yeah, that was the joint. I'm a Stoner. I'm a Stoner. I'm a Stoner. This is when him and Rich Homie Quan was yeah. out at the same time, right? Oh, man. I wish they stayed together. Yeah, because Rich Homie Quan, like, when Young Thug was like, you ain't nothing with me, without me, uh, history has shown Young Thug is absolutely correct, Rich Homie, because holy hey, smokes man. life. Anyway, let's not let's not hey, get on man. that tangent. Let's not get on that tangent. Okay. So let's <laughs> stay right here, right? So I'm a stoner, I'm a stoner came out, right? And then all these okay. little videos and little half clips and docs came out about Young Thug and they were like, He the next one up, he's like this, he's the greatest that we've ever heard this generation, yada yada yada. When his teeth was still messed right. up. All this and the third, and I'm like, nah dog, this ain't it. Nah, this is he's not the one. I don't know why y'all hyping this man up. But like yeah. this year literally has proven that Young Thug can do absolutely no wrong on anything that he touches. He put out his group, YSL, that sign that slime language, and then he just yeah. dropped this, which is not even an album, it's an EP, and then he's going to drop EP. an album. And every like literally, I stopped listening to Wayne just so I can listen to Young Thug. And if this uh, is Wayne's son, like the barter, what six? The barter, the barter, barter seven. That's what's coming next, yeah. Barter, the barter seven. This shit's gonna be incredible. It's just gonna be incredible. I mean, like, I'm with you on everything you're saying, and and when I say rollout, I just mean how he presents the music. You know, I just how else do you want? He sent a snake to academics. What else do you want him to do? <laughs> Fuck academics. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but uh, I fuck with academics. But uh, no, nah, I don't know. Like, I know he's being creative with it. Like I said, I think I just really want him to drop that definitive project that just that just sets him apart in a way that I think he deserves to be set apart from his peers right now. I feel like he's on this like B tier with all his peers right now. He belongs to be up there with the Travis Scotts. I think he, I think he, could, he's right below the Kendricks and the J Coles to me. Like as far as talent, like. He's that dude to me, and I don't understand why the music doesn't blow up the way it should. Like he has, he makes everybody's music better. Anybody he makes music with, he instantly enhances the songs that he's on with. Anybody he's on, and like he should be way more. It should be way I've more. Definitely prevalent. heard some bad Young Thug songs. He has too many songs. Like there are a lot. Like in 2015, like a hundred something, like literally a hundred something songs from Young Thug yeah. leaked. And like thirty five of them were fire. <laughs> like thirty five of them, were and like the others eighty were were. They should have stayed where they where they were where they were leaked from, basically. Yeah. So, but now Young Thug is that dude, man. And the project was really really dope to me. That Rocket Band is one of my favorite songs on the mm-hmm. project, and I just I. He has so much respect from his you peers. He has so much respect like for Elton other artists. Joint. That's crazy. He just has a lot of respect <laughs> from his peers. Like musically, everybody fucks with Young Thug. From from Elton John to Kanye to Drake to Travis Scott, everybody. So I just Not wish to the mention whole general his public saw fashion influence and all that too. So I mean, Wayne birthed Wayne birthed birth Young Thug. Young Thug birthed a lot of other little rappers around him and all that stuff. So what, little baby gunner? Nah, him, right? I wouldn't give him credit for that. Gunner, Gunner's under Gunner's under the the uh, YSL label or whatever, but they already okay. announced that Baby and Gunner is really coming out with October the twelfth. So I can me, joint, me joint. and Sham cannot wait for that day. I can. I got that that song they got. Uh, uh, 
uh, little gunner <laughs> baby mm-hmm. and gunner it sounds like i thought it was a young thug song at first the first time i heard it i thought it was a young thug featuring one of the new dudes and i had to look at the credits to find out that it was one of his kids yeah, basically yeah. so yeah his influence is being seen all over the place like i always love talking that influence yeah, tree yeah. for like who came from mm-hmm. who and like who birthed who and stuff that's crazy to right. me like it starts with kanye then drake in a lot of ways but lil wayne is up there for like Probably 65, 70% of the game is Lil Wayne's kid. Oh, it's the fifth? Oh, that's coming out this Friday. Oh, man. Listen here. Monday is going to be crazy. Oh, that's right. Monday is going to be crazy, people. Yeah, uh, your boy can get that one back. I'm going to let y'all <laughs> have that one. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm here for the singles. And, uh, you know, I'm here to hear it in the club, wherever at, it's wherever it's played up loud at it. I don't know if I can drop, listen to the project until I hear a single. I feel on that, man. So we're going to roll into this logic topic that you wanted to get some clarification on what do you what, what's the questions that you have sir no it's not even questions it's like all right i have like, a feeling everybody... where you're about to go and it's like all these smokes all right let me be political no don't Logic no 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 i don't want to hear none of that political he's nothing very, technically gifted and you know he really is for the culture and da, 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 da. Hey, it's the corniest nigga alive <laughs> to me, man like <laughs> And I can Why? call him a nigga too because he screams his songs about how black he is. So I can call him a nigga too. Like, does he got the uh, does no, he got the Nile Owens complex in your eyes? Because I can see logic and what you do to Nile Owens the same thing, yo. Look. I don't want to use this platform to take shots at my friends. But this That's is what first. you do. That's why I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear it because I know what you do. Now. If you want to draw a comparison between using ethnicity for convenience <laughs> with your boy, then that's what that's you, what you just do. claimed. But Logic is clearly using his his blackness uh, for convenience. My introduction to Logic was the basically the fact that he is like this. He's like a real Shang Tsung where he could literally rap like all his influences. <laughs> and so every time I heard a song, that just from went Logic, over everybody's sounded, head, dog. Yeah. That's the greatest analogy <laughs> I've ever heard compared to Logic. No, I mean, like, he, like, morphs into his Holy favorite rappers, his favorite smokes. So when he's trying to sound like Drake, he wants to prove he can have melodies. When he wants to rap like Kendrick, he, he, boom, he's Bobby, he does a song he, with he, Wale. He's Bobby Tarantino one minute, then he's this other dude the next minute. Man, <laughs> he's obviously wild, talented, wild, gifted. He can rap. The boy can rap, rap like for real. The nigga got Wu Tang Clan on a song. <laughs> Your favorite group? <laughs> I hate it. Had to be him. <laughs> you know what I mean? This nigga got like eleven Wu Tang niggas. All of them. I think they had a Ghostface verse, a ODB verse from the grave. The song is like nine minutes long, and it's like the most pretentious shit in the world. He's like, y'all don't like me? Well, Wu-Tang does. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck this nigga, man. <laughs> no, nah, but he's real dope. He's real talented. All this shit is high polished. It's just something about him that doesn't seem authentic and doesn't connect with me. And I'm a rapidly rap ass yeah. nigga, too. Like, I respect the fuck out of a rapidly rap nigga, but, like, he doesn't have any real style to me. Like, he doesn't have any real... Like, what's his true form? You know so, what I mean? Like, if you would have seen him as somebody different, would that make a difference? Is is, it, is really his appearance bothers y'all that much? I didn't even know what the nigga looked like until, like, six months ago. <laughs> That's just first. I didn't... Because he sounds like everybody. Like, I didn't know what he looked like because he sounds like everybody mm-hmm. else. Now, he looks... He looks real, you know... He looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Go left. He doesn't look the. He doesn't look the way he sounds at times in his mm-hmm. music. 
So it is a little bit off-putting. So you're like, okay, so it's this little half-looking white boy over here trying to make all these rapidly rap hip-hop songs, and then he's screaming how nobody likes him and shit. The fuck out of here, man. You wasn't black until you started rapping. You know what I mean? Like you clearly wasn't black till you wanted to be a rapper and needed that validation. Also, that's me. you can't I mean, say that's nobody I, likes you when you're making like thirty million off your album every time you drop. Yo, you cannot keep complaining about how nobody respects you and nobody likes you, and then in the same token talk about how successful you are in spite of the fact that nobody fucking. You think he's on the same page as Russ? Because right. Russ is Italian. <sighs> I don't know what's up with Russ. That shit's crazy. And Russ is not even that damn talented to me to be even feeling the way he feel. Russ has just been making music for like 10 years or some shit and now he made it and you can't tell him shit now and I respect that. But you don't you like his last project? Good. The Zoo? What, the Zoo joint? Nah. I liked uh-huh. it. I liked I it. Nah. I don't mix people with him. I'm connecting way too much of his personality to his music. Like I don't like him so I don't really give his music as much of a chance as I probably mm, should. That's true. I'm a rapper too. I battle that nigga. Like, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, like, get the fuck out of here. Ooh, that's, that's that a corny good point, as shit Scott. to me. Is he more talented than Russ? Yeah. Ooh, Logic? Logic's far more talented than Russ is. Far more talented. You have to, like, imitation is the highest form of flattery. Like, I learned how to rap by trying to copy the, my favorite rappers. So the fact that he can go toe-to-toe with Wu-Tang, Wale, all these dudes he raps with, there's talent there. He just needs to define himself more the, with his own talent. You see the clip on IG where he was, like, really just recording that song in the booth where he was, like, just rapping and rapping and rapping? I respected the hell out of that joint because he was, like, literally looking oh, no, at his yeah. phone but standing up rapping into a mic, holding it. And he was like, no, hold on, pause, pause. Because y'all didn't respect me for reading my raps when I was recording back in the day. So fuck you, him and that. First off, now we're going all the way off, back. He was to reading it. out of a composite notebook. Damn. Hey, listen, man. Listen, I don't give a fuck how this sounds. I got to read these bars off the paper, right, my with, dude. With the paper blocking <laughs> your whole freaking mouth. Okay, pause. <laughs> <laughs> y'all was there. Y'all ain't say shit, but y'all, y'all was my niggas, though. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. But no, no, no. He's wild talented. He's far more talented to me than Russ is. Like, Russ, to me, is a little bit of a clout chaser in a lot of different ways. And Logic, he try, Logic genuinely tries his hardest to stand on his talent. He just can't help whining about the shit all the fucking time. <laughs> like, he tries really hard. He's like, I'm so good. Why don't you guys like me? Yeah, like, this man, Scott at the same said, time, this is J Lo's ex husband. Okay, all right. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Which one, the backup dancer or Mark Anthony? <laughs> Which one? That nigga, when he got the hair down and shit. Nah, man, he looked like a nigga that asked me for seventy five cent, bro, outside of Wawa. So let's circle. Like, <laughs> let's circle back on this whole entire thing. What, what, what are you trying to say right. about Logic? Did you like his project? To enough? give. I didn't listen to enough of it. I heard the Wu-Tang song, and uh, I heard the main signal he was trying to push. Mark An- he said Mark um, Anthony. <laughs> Mark Anthony. See, I was right. Yeah, because the backup dancer was a little Puerto Rican, too. Y'all going to leave them reasons but, um, alone. I'm telling y'all this right now. Sham and your ass. Anyways, circle back. I'm going to do that for you because you're giving me this opportunity. This Amen. is your platform. I feel like... I feel like one of them niggas on Wild Out right now, and I'm trying to diss Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh I can't say shit. <laughs> but uh, no, overall though, I'm sure that the project's real dope. Like I know that I know that he drops quality. Even the niggas that hate him say that he drops quality music. So I'm never gonna take away the quality of music. And I and I actually appreciate the fact that he respects the the genre so much. He tries real hard to make good music. He don't rely on 
obvious gimmicks besides the whole hey i look white but i'm really black thing that oh, he does all the fucking okay time. all right let me intervene because scott just said the same thing he plays a race car too heavy you should just rap listen 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 <laughs> when you look one way but you're another way <laughs> yes you're gonna call it all the time i'm puerto rican but everybody think i'm a light-skinned black dude with good hair then y'all want to conveniently mm. call me his Hey, hold on. But when, when that worked for you, though, you wasn't mad at it. So but then it was working but, for but then you. Y'all conveniently call me Hispanic when y'all want to call me Hispanic, and y'all conveniently call me black when you want to call me black. I don't do it as bad as your boy Liquid Owens <laughs> or freaking Logic, right? So I let it rock. But being a person right. of that era, with my sister looking as pasty as she does, as well as my mother, I understand that. However, comma. I know, I know what side of the spectrum I'm on. I know what the police right. look at me like. I know what my family says about me. I know what y'all say about me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We can get into a deep conversation about that. However, comma, your boy Coach Savage in here screaming out of Reba. <laughs> this is why I can't stand. Talk your shit, this is why man. I can't stand y'all. But I don't get into any of this because I am whatever y'all say I am, and some people deal with it different ways than others. So some people, some Respect. people try to prove a point like, no, I'm not this, I'm this. But what's wrong with being how people see you as? It's not a problem. Respect, respect. Hey, let me ask you though. You was like the only Puerto Rican in Greensboro, won't you? No, no, no. Was some, there, was, there was some Puerto Ricans out there. No, there was some Puerto. But you was black when you was in Greenboro. You was, you hey, was in no. Whatever y'all wanted to see me as. I mean, every time a shorty approached me, they were like, what am I mixed with? So, and you was like, hey, like, ma. No, <laughs> I am this. So, that's what's up, man. But the, so you identify with the fact that Logic has some identity. No, because I don't um, have no identity TV. issues with myself. I know I'm 100% Puerto Rican and I'm 100% Hispanic. Um, if I'm, but you know what? And, and just to segue off of that, though, like if he, if he was able to articulate, and here, big word alert, that juxtaposition yeah. of being somebody who looks white and fits in that world, but feels black, feels like a minority. If he could genuinely express that, then it'd be one yeah, thing yeah, than yeah, just yeah. like making a pro-black song or making like a whole yeah, suicide yeah, yeah. hotline prevention I, 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 song that seemed to be right, I can see the difference with that um, since I'm not that extreme. Like I don't look this way, but then try to fit in in this way. Right. I don't have that type of problem. Like y'all ask me what I am and I'll be like, I'm this. And they were like, well, you got a problem being this way? And I'm like, no, because that's how the world sees me. My mom and my parents, right. well, my mom always raised me. Like, you walk in a, a, a white man's house, he's going to look at you like a little black boy. So that's what you are to the world. Hey, real shit. My little sister's half white. And, uh, you know, I don't think of her as my, as my sister's sister. But she asked me a long time ago. I tell the story all the time. She was like, I didn't know what to put on the test for whether I was white or I was black. And I hit her with the, hey, um, if you put one drop of chocolate syrup in some in a glass of milk, you ain't making no cake with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> All it takes is one drop. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? I wish somebody had had that conversation with Logic because as white as he looked, and I know that shit worked for him at points growing up. I know he was glad he didn't look as black as he thought he was at some time. But if somebody would have just told him that, he could have just embraced it in some ways. But it does feel like he waited too late to kind of embrace that side of him. He was like, it's going to work for me in hip-hop in certain ways. You either... Look, man, you can't... You can't... 
you can't be salty with the culture for not accepting you and then screaming how big of a part of the culture you are. It can't be both. It can't be it can't be both to me. Like now he gotta pick a side and, and run with it. But I just wish there was more authenticity in his music. And that's probably my bias painting that. But I just wish there was more of a and he gets so fake deep that it'd be hard for me to even fall for it at this point. Cause to me he's real fake deep. He's real like everyone put your hands together. You know, if you know somebody who's, Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like that, that whole shit. I'm white, I'm white, I'm black, I'm black. Yeah, my bad. Um I realized I was muted, I unmuted myself. I don't know how long I was muted, but whatever. We're back now. Oh, okay, okay, we back, we back, we rocking and rolling. But yeah, so nah, just to wrap it up, I don't want to seem like I'm hating too much, but fuck that nigga. <laughs> he can rap. But uh <laughs> I mean he can rap, but uh that shit ain't hitting, man. That's just like uh that's like an algorithm for rap music that he's using. <laughs> um all right, let's knock out some of these real quick. Uh, six nine house raid. Are you even a fan of six nine? The person that you are. Yeah. Okay. Man. Good. Me and you here. Yeah, I'm I like, like, six, I'm, nine, I like six nine too. Nine. That house raid while he's overseas. Yeah, I like six, nine, that's kind of weird for me. Um, they were looking for something, even yeah, though he, he's been moving out of that apartment. I don't know what the point of what of that was, and we ain't heard nothing since. I can't even remember how many days ago that was. It was like last Friday or something like that. Yeah, young boy bulletproof, man. Um he do a lot of publicity stunts mixed in with some real fuckers. So I honestly Rome, I'm not gonna put your business out. However, comma, when the feds raided his crib and they were putting those boxes in those cars, did the boxes not look a little light to you? I mean, they were carrying them pretty easily. Uh you don't you wouldn't need a box for the way they were carrying them boxes out. Like that's what I mean. Like he's known for publicity stunts. He's known to clout chase a little bit, man. So I don't know. And the boy gets so many charges, and he that has the best lawyer in the world, or yeah, he Teflon Don. I don't know, man. Um, he really is though. He really is though. Like, nah. I don't know how many people get away with a shooting at their video shoot in New York City. Right. Like, but it got him attention for that week though. That song was yeah. whack though. <laughs> Yo, his verse was terrible. Yeah. Um, the whole song was trash. Stop trying to push Uncle Murder. <laughs> Yo, I like Uncle Murder. Don't do that. Don't do that. I like the. Six years ago, pause. <laughs> the uh, Kendrick Lamar EP, Mr. Bootleg Man, allegedly. Oh, man. Hey, that shit. Is that fire. real? I can't find that, it nowhere. It's All right, real. after the show, Dropbox. After the show, it's the after party. I'm looking at a list right at Kendrick, gang member, heroin featuring Scissor, J Rock, and Isaiah Rashad. Look over your shoulders featuring Buster Rhymes and Michael what? Jackson. Loved ones featuring SZA on. on this Busta city. Busta Rhymes and Michael Jackson. Busta Rhymes featuring, oh my Kendrick featuring Busta Rhymes How and the Michael hell do Jackson. How did you get that? Ooh, it was just it just came out like randomly on the message board I follow. Randomly, the first the Busta Rhymes and MJ song leaked, and then real quick the whole little EP was out. You know how niggas do rip it off the YouTube real quick, zip it up, send it out, boss. <laughs> <clears throat> But yeah, it's fire, man. I listened to the whole thing last night. Hold on, let me look at it real quick. It's 33 minutes. It's like eight songs. There's a Swimming Pools remix. That's like an extended version. It's called Bad Kid Chill yeah, City. Yeah, I think that's what yeah, somebody, no, somebody just, named, just it. named it. That. It's le- hey, it's legit new music, man. It sounds like it sounds like Good Kid, Mad City era yeah. leftovers. It sounds like some of the songs, like you know how like when you're on a major label, like the the label will like give you songs that are already produced. And you have to just mm-hmm. put your verse on it. So a couple of them sound like singles that the label gave him. Like, hey, like insert your verse here, and here's your big single, like on some NBA Finals commercial music shit. But it's really good though. Like, it's real dope. It's real, okay, real yeah. dope. 
Like I listen drop to Dropbox that. Um Yeah, man, I got you. Swiss. <laughs> I, I, I'm fire. not prepared for what Swiss is about to put out. I I'm, the house might burn down that day that Swiss drops his album. Yeah, you uh you hear you hear about um uh uh J. Cole executive producing it? No, nah, I don't even want to hear it no more. Um <laughs> no, look, look, look. He said he had a he had one idea what he was gonna do with it, but he wanted to reach out across generations and make sure that he was gonna put something out that could potentially connect his sound to this generation. So he brought J. Cole in to listen and, and just kind of help him curate some of the songs he was working toward. And so J. Cole's the executive producer. J. Cole is responsible for the uh pistol on my side with Lil Wayne. But he can't okay. Shout out to you, J. Cole. I appreciate you. Hold on, how North Carolina dude gonna be salty about J. Cole coming North up? North Carolina dude, I'll end this whole goddamn stream right now. I mean, but you, you know, that's All like right. second um, home type shit. So the Cardi B fight <laughs> at the damn bar, that's crazy. She walked out. She's happy. Um, <laughs> Yandy, 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 Yandy. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are we doing with Yandy? How you feeling? I'm feeling two ways. The first way is, okay. why do people care what Kanye has to say? Period. We never, wait, 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 before you even okay. say that, because I know the type of Kanye fan you are. Okay, okay. The pre-Make America Great Again Kanye. We, your, your, your lineage of Kanye stops probably at my dark, twisted, beautiful fantasy, right? That was the last. Why would it stop there? Because I know you didn't like, I know you didn't like Ye. I know you didn't like the life on, of Pablo. Bro. Slow wow. down. Life of Pablo you are, is you are incredible to me. A fan and it makes no sense. Yay you, is dope. You Yay is dope. Pretty are the biggest fans I've ever met. Hold on, life of you don't like That's life of the Pablo worst album he's ever made in his life. I drowned this whole <laughs> podcast out with life of Pablo. Are you no? What? No, we're not. All right, I'm gonna have to do you like I did Brian Paul, and I'm gonna sit your ass down and play that shit. It from don't. The top, I, it like, does not matter what you play. The bars that you let him get get away with are worse oh, than the bars that we let Cameron get away with. However, comma rolling back to this young Yandy thing, right? I don't understand why we care about what Kanye really has to say at this point in time. We've only always cared about his music. Now he has a platform. Now everybody wants to hear him speak. Everybody before everybody wanted to see him spaz. That was the thing. That was the cool thing to do. Let, let's yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, right, like Kanye let's put ran. a camera in Kanye's face to see what he's going to say. Now it's like he's looking for the camera to give us that rant. And now it's like, no, Kanye, not today. We're not we're not asking for anything from you. And it's it's flowing into his music. And this whole TMZ interview that he did today, he was like, those seven albums I produced was the warm-up lap to get my superhero cape. Now I'm going to Africa so I can stick my fingers in the soil. Like, what are you doing? I missed the interview. I missed the interview today. Um, well... Uh, not to no, defend go ahead and put your Superman cape on because um, that's why I saved this for this moment right here because you and Britt are the biggest Kanye fans. Second, no, 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 no. You, here's the order. You, Britt, Chase. Biggest Kanye fans I've ever met in my life. All right, so first and foremost, uh, 
we've always cared about what Kanye said. When Kanye said George Bush don't care about black people, that shit mattered. When Kanye said I got a problem with spending before my before I get it, we all were doing yeah, it at the time. Talking about bars though. Let's let's keep it let's keep it a straight straight right. on. But we've always we've always listened to what Kanye had to say, and it is about the music. And I just think that it's unfortunate that he's using controversy to to roll his music out. He's only coming out and saying this shit because he's had, he has something to sell. He's trying to, you know, get attention again. But I do kind of wish as a culture we had embraced Kanye a little bit more than, you know, canceling him and running him off and saying that we done with him and shit. I wish we would have took him in and we would have got him that, that right point of view because clearly he's being influenced by the opinions around him right now. And we should have been closer to him and brought him in. He's saying a lot of crazy shit. He's not saying it the way he should be saying it, and he's not saying shit he should actually be well, saying at all. Has he ever articulated himself well? Like you really have to decipher what he says in order to understand that. Exactly. So if you don't have that patience with Kanye to actually listen to what he has to say, then you're just gonna look at him like everybody else looking like this boy is this, this dude's crazy. He don't know what he's talking about. But if you take if you take a he's moment to be like, articulate. okay, I see what he's saying, so he kind of meant to like like you really have to. He's the gray area. Like if you want to describe a gray area. The gray area is yay. Like, T.I. on the bus today was talking about the 13th Amendment thing. He was like, I agree with Kanye. This is what I think he meant to say. This is how all of our outside conversations from his comments end up happening. Like, I think Ye meant to say this, but he worded it so wrong that it looked like this. Yeah, and, like, he's trying to make what would be valid debatable devil's advocate kind of points like let's have this conversation about the idea of this and the idea of that but he's not the one to start that conversation nor is he the one to to articulate that side of that side of things he's the one that needs to sit back listen and be Mm -hmm. educated before he speaks more so that he needs to be the front one trying to have the conversation and that's what's crazy about it to me because like you said he's never been articulate Every time you've seen him speak, he looked like he was rambling or rushing it out and trying to figure out what to say next. And you could tell he's just speaking on pure impulse. Like, it's like when you put a camera on him, it's like throwing water on a grease fire. Like, it hypes him <laughs> up even dude, more. He was so ready for this TMZ interview that he was like, ask me a question because you're giving me your opinion right now. Just ask me a question. Thank you for asking me that question. You set me up for the perfect alley-oop. And I'm like, what are you doing, yay? What are you doing? Yeah, man, it's it's you know on camera as I'm looking at myself, <laughs> like it's really it is really tough to see Ye going through this. It's tough to see him in this position. It, it's tough. It's just tough to watch, man. Right? You gotta you really gotta you really gotta fall back and realize you're looking into the mind of a creative genius. And it's not a cop out for the irresponsible no. shit he says and the way he handles it, but like it really is a real time glimpse into the mind of a fucking artistic psycho. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a big fact. Like, I always wonder how his household was, is. His his brilliance when in 2004 he did an MTV diary and uh he was walking through his house with his mom, rest in peace Donda. And uh he walked past a painting he had did in high school and the painting was the a picture of a four a four bar drum loop and he's like this is what a drum loop looks like in my mind and it was a Michelangelo-esque <laughs> painting but it was a four and he was like it goes boom boom cat and I was like Jesus Christ <laughs> like this nigga is crazy you know what I mean and like to see where he's gone with it it's like the way he's been able to express himself it's just getting out of control now you know what I mean like maybe in the 90s he wouldn't have got this far but nowadays there's so many avenues for him to express yeah. himself it's just too much and he thinks his whole life yeah. is art 
He thinks that's everything is art. Everything's yeah. an expression. And no one's looking at it like that. And I feel like we kind of persecute. And I think that shit's whack on the low because I'm a you fucking fan. fan. We still you love Kanye. That nigga's a genius. Life of Pablo is crazy, my nigga. You're Life crazy. Life of Pablo is his worst like, like, album. You're letting the... You're letting the roll you know out. Well, you know That's how I'm making even more mad because we've had this argument so many times, and I'm gonna just reignite this flame. Uh, What's that? Late registration was his worst album until uh, Life of Pablo came out. <laughs> hey, I didn't, I didn't want to smoke on camera, bro. I didn't want to smoke on camera. <laughs> You said <laughs> this man Ashton said Ye had his chance to capitalize off of all of this with Ye, but it was mediocre as fuck, and he lost all momentum, and it's been down ever since. No, here's the deal. Look, look, here's the deal, and I think it's happening again. This is what oh, happened. Can y'all can y'all say generated. what if the old Kanye was new Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> is she talking about some shit? Hey, I know what she's talking about. Hey, but like, look, this is the thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, again. Savage. I, I keep saying it, man. It is what it is, man. Listen, listen. Ye was made in like a week. He was getting ready to put out some real crazy bullshit until Kim snapped on his ass and said, you fucking the money up. Don't put this shit out with all this crazy ass MAGA shit. So he literally said he redid Ye or the whole album in like mm -hmm. a week and put out a whole different project. And so here we are again. He's out here saying dumb shit again. And that Saturday Night Live rant was I a disaster. I didn't even pay attention to it but he's I out here saying it was going to be. Bro, I didn't even watch it. I couldn't watch it. I ended up seeing it eventually, but I didn't even click on none of the videos. I watched the episode live and saw it on Twitter after it happened live, but didn't watch it until mm -hmm. like this morning. But I think what's happening right now again, because all this shit's been disastrous again, how we found out the album got pushed back was a Kim Kardashian tweet. I think she stepped in again and said, nah, <laughs> niggas, not like this. <laughs> it's like, you're doing it again. You're doing she, it again. What he say? They pushed that shit say back she called screaming trying to save the money? Yeah, they, they pushed the album back from yesterday to Black Friday. He's recording a whole new album again because he was getting ready to be on some bullshit again. And Kim was like, nah, nigga, you're going to be out here I by yourself. Know what album Charlemagne heard to say that that album was incredible outside of the stuff that he's been giving us so far? I think it was way more controversial. Mm -hmm. I think it was just way more controversial. I think that that yay versus the people shit he did with T.I., I think it was along those lines. Like, I think he had a lot more, like, I'm trying to challenge the status quo and make this, like... And I think it was a gimmick. I think it was real gimmicky. I think he was going to, like, do a, a fake controversial album about controversial shit just to mm -hmm. get attention again. Because he came out and said he was jealous of Drake being yeah. on the radio. He was jealous of his songs not yeah. charting anymore. I think he was just going to do some shit to get everybody's attention again the way that Kanye hey, does. By putting I don't want to open this can of worms with you being who you are. But I'm going to read this to you. Ashton just said... What if I told you ever since Ye lost Jay, being on his side, he was never the same? Since Ye lost Jay? Like yeah. Z? Mm. I don't think that... We look at that differently, because I don't think that Jay was ever really on Kanye's Are you kidding side. me? My big brother was big brother. I'm like, what are you? He looked up to him. <laughs> Kanye made that song, yes. not Jay-Z. So when Ye <laughs> lost Jay and Ye lost his mama, who else he had to look to? All right. Okay. No, let me continue to articulate my point. What song does Jay-Z have confessing his love There's to no Kanye? Song of, he only confesses his love to Tata and... Uh, 
I think Kanye looked up to Jay Z a lot. I don't think he ever lost Jay Z because I don't think he ever. I think they were close, but Jay Z has been, and this I'm a huge Jay fan, but Jay Z has been wild, opportunistic. This whole little storyline with him and Kanye, he didn't even fuck with Kanye. In the hey, Let's just be clear, hey. all right? I'm talking like I'm talking like a Kanye cousin. Yeah. He ain't even fuck with Man, that nigga. Backstory with Rome. Rome celebrates Ether Day every year. <laughs> so <laughs> the one true right. diss track, yes, right. the one right. true so, diss track. I think we argued about that in the chat in the chat room. Uh, one of the first episodes y'all had, we right. were arguing about that. So no, but that being said, like real quick, I'm gonna sum it up real fast. Basically, Jay has been kind of wave riding in a most respectable way his mm-hmm. whole career, like from producers he rock with to featured artists he rock with, all that stuff. I think the opportunity came after my beautiful dark twisted mm-hmm. fantasy and Kanye's opus the opportunity came for Jay-Z to attach himself to that level of opulence in music cuz dark fantasy was a beautiful album and I think that Jay-Z looked at it like hey let's do something that's never been done before and let's ride this wave together and I think Kanye then being watch, a huge watch Jay-Z the fan come out before dark no watch throne came out after okay. dark fantasy that's when Kanye had got his swag mm-hmm. back again. You know what I mean? He was producing again, all that shit. I think that Jay-Z rode that way. I think he embraced Kanye like, hey, you know, I'm going to embrace you. But I think it was always a situation where Kanye liked Jay-Z more than Jay-Z liked Kanye. You know, like those kind of relationships where obviously the girl likes the boy more than the boy likes the girl type <laughs> shit. So then so then one of them getting away with wild shit because the other one just yeah. wants to be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this ain't therapy, but you know what I mean? Like, like it's one of them things. Where, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's one of those things with Jay-Z and Kanye. I think that Jay has always appreciated Kanye's adoration, but when it came time to be like, hey, I got real shit going on, fuck you, nigga. It broke That's Kanye's true. heart. <laughs> and it's been his heart's been broken for like four yeah. years over that shit. So like I do think it I do think it, it you know, I think it's definitely way more on Kanye's part than Jay Z. Hell yeah. Kanye saying anything he can get for attention. Kanye can make Watch the Throne 2 with Lil Pump tomorrow if he wanted to. I'm sure that he has thousands of Young Thug verses where they could just do a whole album that he would piece together in the studio tomorrow because he makes everybody record yeah, so much. Saying, could you imagine the, he could do that the album with anybody. He just has on storage. Yeah, but like I love hearing the stories about how many times Kanye makes somebody re-record their verse. <laughs> she don't even do that no more. Matter of fact, I'm glad you said that because Partisan was the one that wrote that whole entire song. Uh, he just he just said that today. Uh, the joint where it was like super deep about his daughter not doing this and the third. Oh yeah um, yeah 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 yeah. Freaking yeah. partisan wrote that whole entire song. He said, "Sci high consequence partisan are the ghost writers of the industry right now." Yeah, definitely. And like that's another thing about Kanye that he's losing right now. That's hurting. That's that's hurting my fandom of him. He used to be a mm-hmm. perfectionist. We wouldn't hear it. But now, starting with the life of Pablo, he started being becoming obsessed with letting us hear the process yeah. and the rough drafts, and I don't like that because you know I almost killed my shit early on by letting everyone hear too yeah. many rough drafts, too many parts yeah. of the process. So when he started doing that, it was immediately like, "Whoa, don't put out unfinished songs, Kanye," because your whole thing was being mm-hmm. a perfectionist. He did like then they say he did like seventy mixes of Stronger yeah. before he put it we out. We were just talking about that like he two made, episodes ago, where he went to like three different producers just to get a bass drum. Right, and he went to Nick, he had Nicki Minaj do her MonsterVerse mm. ten times. You know what I mean? He scrapped the entire Yeezus and had somebody come in and remaster the whole thing. Like now recently, everything he does, Mike Dean is the last guy that touches it because he's the last one putting the final finishing touches on it. So like, 
Kanye released something and Mike Dean has to explain why it didn't come yeah. out on time. So like I miss that perfectionist Kanye, but now he's trying too much to have an impact. He wants to touch the culture immediately every time he does anything, and he's rushing. You think he's just trying to keep up with the times? Because now this era is like I make a song today, I put it out the same night. It's gold by tomorrow. Definitely trying to keep up with the times, and he has shit to sell. His relevance starts to wane when he doesn't have music out. Say that Kanye only comes out when he has something to sell. Nah, I don't want to say it that way because that sounds too cynical. But I think that he knows. Thank he you, needs, Ashton. He needs Jesus the musical influence. I don't care what nobody says. Jesus yeah. was dope. Jesus was dope. I never forgive that nigga for on site though. I will never forgive him for starting that album with fucking on site. <laughs> never in my life. Never in my life, bro. Without getting to my background, you remember I wasn't around yeah, when yeah. Jesus dropped. I heard that yeah, after right, the right, fact. Right, right, right. So I was waiting to hear Jesus for a yeah, long yeah. time. And when I put my headphones in and hit play, and it was like... <laughs> <laughs> Did you not get that? They didn't have an MP3 of that? All right. Moving on. Jesus was dope. Jesus was real, real dope. It was real dope, but Jesus Christ, I'll never forget yeah. it for on site. But no, I miss, I miss perfectionist Kanye. I miss, like, let a, let a whole bunch of people hear this, get all these opinions, try to perfect it and polish it. I miss yeah. that Kanye. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right now he's just rushing shit out, trying to stay relevant. I definitely think he's putting out music because he needs that musical relevance in order to have the influence he needs mm-hmm. in other areas. Because I, I was telling Kenyatta the other day that a rapper's voice is the most powerful voice in the world damn near sometimes. We can make the whole world do a dance, make the whole world move a certain way, say a certain thing. So Kanye knows that too. And he's somebody who wants influence. And I think he knows he needs That's music facts. for that. That's facts. Yeah. Well, shit, man. I don't, I don't got nothing else, man. You got anything else? You... Nah, man. My kid in there playing Fortnite like a motherfucker right now, though. I got to go put his ass yeah, to man, bed, I'm missing this whole damn game. Uh, Sham, shout out to you. Shout out to Sham, man. I, I sat in the seat for a day, man, but I hey, can't man, be he you, sat bro. in the hot seat. <laughs> he did all right. He, it's he hot over right, here, too, man. man. It's hot over um, here. Hopefully, you get back home safe. Delta gives you a, a better flight, even though you try to travel Allegiant, but said you was on Delta. However, they just don't fly Spirit. Ever, don't ever fly however, Spirit. I know, I know they, I know they don't go to Atlanta. So I'm, a, I'm gonna save the jokes for the side chat. Um, Hold on, yeah, Delta. Delta, has, they main hub yeah, is in yeah, Atlanta, I know, bro. I know. I don't know why they didn't, they didn't oh, okay, have like 38 okay. different flights just for him to get there. But <laughs> shout out oh, to yeah. Sham. Um, one thing I do want to say is third or Wednesday, our first episode of uh, Locked In, our featured artists, our past featured artists that dropped the album. We're gonna start doing interviews for our past featured artists. Um, oh, our boy Descendant MC, he dropped the project on Friday. We were trying to get an interview with him Thursday, but Sham God, he um, he's rich, so he went on a cruise and vacation. So we'll get him locked in Wednesday, 9.30 p.m. live. I'll start promoting it tomorrow. Um, join us. Probably 30, 45 minutes. We'll ask questions. Play some songs. Y'all ain't here. If y'all didn't hear the album, get some information on the artist. So shout out to Descendant MC. Um, I'll do the positive note of the evening since Sham is not here. Um, after watching all of these documentaries... <laughs> It don't matter where you've come from, good childhood, bad childhood, people with money, people with no money, both parents, no parents, grind, get what you can get, provide the life 
for your family that you want to give them that you didn't have. You can have a good upbringing, but you can always do it your way. You can always do it better. Never quit. Never quit. Never quit. If people took 10 years, just people that I know, I follow this one YouTuber. He's been doing, uh, what's it called? I'm not even going to say the hobby because y'all are looking me crazy. For 10 years, (laughs) he just hit a million subscribers this year. He's been doing it for 10 years. Nobody paid attention to him until two years ago. So he went from 1,000 to a million in two years. You no, talking about I'm Russ? talking about uh, Joey. Uh, <laughs> he's a fish tank hobbyist. Um, Got it. So shout out to him. Dolph, watching that documentary today. He's been doing this since 2008. Dolph is on top of his game. He turned down a $22 million deal 10 years later. His grandma did not get to see it, but his grandma started to see his rise. So keep on grinding. Don't quit. You never know when you're going to blow. You never know when your opportunity is going to come up, uh, especially if you love what you do and you have a vision. Make sure you keep stay consistent in your vision. Make the changes that you need to change. Have plan A, plan B, plan C. We have plan A is in, been going down for the full year for MVC. Plan B, y'all will definitely see next year. Um, and plan C is the future to come, man. 2020 vision. Uh, with your real old head, shout out to your man Rocks a lot. He held it down tonight in the hot seat. I appreciate you for coming through last minute. Hey, whatever I can do to support hey, the movie, he's coming man. out with his own podcast too. He's working on it, so when he drop on the rocks, on the rocks soon. soon, he's also still an artist. So definitely check out his SoundCloud links, all that. This and the third. Shout out to our featured artist of the week, Tizo. Hey, two, you killed that, bro. Two for two. Um, and most importantly, we didn't have an artist for our intro song of the week. So any artist that's been a past featured artist of the week, send us your music. We'll play it on the intro. All right. We're your real old heads, and we out.